I'm going to start with a couple of things that I mentioned last night about this year. And I stated that this year is not a year for you, you to stay in a regimen of you natural, normal humanity. You're going to have to learn to come out of the common humanistic life that you live. This year, you're only going to survive as by walking by the Spirit. What do I mean survive? I mean that the things that might transpire in your life. How many of you know as time is going by, the threshold is getting um, as sin? As time is, how many of you know we're coming? I know we've been talking about the end of the age and the end of the days. How many of you know we're coming closer and closer? And I want to remind you that the things that are being built, the things that are being transformed, there's so much out today that it's going to take your attention away. You don't know how to stay in the spirit. This is the year of the spirit life. So you're going to learn to walk and live by the spirit. Which means you're going to learn to walk and live like sons and daughters of God. It's interesting, the Bible says when all of this is over, he said they walk as mere humans, not knowing that they were God, small g. So there's a lot that I don't say, but I say enough that you can understand. Because you have to understand your nature in Christ. So this is the year of you walking like a spirit. And you won't have the temptation to fulfill the lust of the flesh. I want to give you this again. I also stated that this is the year that you must lose the need to be known by yourself by your own will to want to be known. Lose your will to what? To be known. Watch this. Let grace speak. Let what? In every area of your life, let grace speak. No matter what it is, whether it's a job, whether it's a church, Grace speaks. When grace speaks, watch this. When, you, when you're in the right church and grace speaks, that man of God is afraid of God enough to make sure that you're promoted. But if a man of God feels he got a force because we don't understand grace, that's where we have a problem. Grace speaks like God. Grace speaks like what? How many of you know when grace speak at your job, they cannot not promote you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Can I say that one more time? How many of you know when grace speak in your business, your business cannot not grow? When grace speaks, it speaks like God. It's the illumination of God Almighty. But... The temptation 
to keep pushing for self-promotion outside of the ramification of the grace ability of God. This year, let grace be. So you're going to have to get to a place where you can learn the principles associated with the formula of your life associated with the outcomes of what God said about you. Stay with me. Somebody say, I have a formula. We learned this yesterday. Really remember, if something is not working, don't blame yourself or watch this or God. Just get the principles associated with making the chair be a chair. Is it positional? Is it relational? How many of you know you can have a positional problem? Which means I'm just in the wrong environment. How many of you know you can have a relational problem? I'm around the wrong people. Is it revelational? I'm too religious that I don't have an ear to hear. I keep saying I know and God keeps sending voices to actually teach me to know. Is it revelational? Is it, what is it? This, there, this, these years are coming. How many of you know churches are closing? Because we're coming to the point where only God is building his men after his own heart. And those are the messages that's going to stick for the people. So doors are going to close. Because when God sends the judgment down, he's testing for authenticity. So this year we're not going to play church. We're going to know why we're here. Tell somebody I'm going to be out in here from, from revelational understanding. Which means, tell your neighbor, it wasn't about you, but I love you. I'm here because God spoke to me. Come on, somebody. Number two, I spoke to you about letting your yes be yes. Now, how many of you know we all lied to God before? So no pressure. No condemnation. You say, what do you mean lied to God? Because you told God you're going to fast. But you didn't know y'all was going out to eat that day. <laughs> At the place that you've been wanting to go. You told God you was going to pray. But you didn't know you was going to be tired from work that day. You didn't know that you was going to feel like that when you woke up in the morning. No pressure. Let your yes you said, God, I'm going to run after this. He said, I gave you the strength to run. Adam, where are you? I'm still in the vein of running, but I don't know where you at. So we're going to learn why we get lost. But this year, if you commit, yesterday I shared with you, the reason why you need to make your yes be yes, watch this. Because it's about your conscience, not God's. Paul told Timothy, have faith and a pure. Many of you don't realize the reason why your faith don't seem like it works because your conscience is defiled. When you say something to yourself and don't hold your own word, it did something to you internally. So what happens is you stop believing yourself. Isn't that something we lie to ourselves and don't believe our How many of you got to work on? If you say you're going to call them back, call them back. 
Uh oh, they didn't know I was gonna talk about this one there. How many know work on if you say you're gonna be there, what? How many say you're gonna be on time? I end up, I'm gonna be on time. How many of you say when you say something, learn to have the character of what you said? God looks at it, God assesses it. Let your yes be yes. He said, Can you be trusted? Because if I give you a word, I need to know that I can trust you. And because when you, I give you a word, watch this, and I qualify you and license you, that means I allow you to be the light for others to see me. And I don't like to be seen in the wrong light. So don't defile your own content. Which he said, many faith, many faith become defiled. Timothy, have faith in a pure conscience, for many become defiled. So we need faith in a pure conscience. Let your yes be, which means if you don't know if you're going to do it right, just tell God. Don't say anything. Just say, if I get there, I'll get there. He said, rather just don't say anything. But if you're going to commit, how many ever did something real bad and you say, God, if you get me out of this, uh oh, I'm coming to your seat. I had to go to my own seat before I got to yours. If you get me out of, I'm going to do. How many of you got you out? How many of you stayed to what you said? Don't put your hand up. Don't put your hand up. Don't put your hand up. I want you to see how good God is. Even sometimes he knows you don't know what you know, what you're talking about. He still is faithful. He still gives you the way to become who he called you to be. So I want you to understand this is the year of the spirit life. And you have to learn to let God speak through grace. And you're going to learn to hold your word. The third thing I said to you that you got to learn your consecration regimen requirement to uphold your mind of God. Somebody say consecration regimen. You have two classes. You have the course of coming to church. The Bible says that he's given us the five. He's given us the pastors, teachers, evangelists, pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the what? Come on, come on, uh, Bible students. For the work of the ministry to the edifying of the body of Christ. So you come here to be edified so you can do the work of the ministry. However, the second class is the home class by the spirit. Because you only are going to take ownership, and when I mean ownership, which means you have the you have Christ formed in that thing by the Spirit. So we've learned the coming to church. We haven't learned how to let Monday the Spirit start to speak and say, Hey, you ready to walk out what we talked about Sunday? So you're going to start being sensitive. Tell somebody to my personal Holy Spirit which is God in me. How many know God is in you? Don't let him sleep on your boat. 
Let the water never run dry. So, we're going to take this year and we're going to have expectation for perfection by being a perfect spirit. By walking by the spirit. Watch this. Let your fight of faith be against anything that's not like him. Faith, forsaking all, I trust him. Faith is what? Forsaking all, I trust. I've got to learn to forsake. The first thing God tests is, what are you willing to forsake? Some of you, I said this, some, some family, you love them, but you got to get away just for a little bit. You got to what? You got to get away just a little bit. You can't save where you're not saved. Leave your father and your mother. I got to show you the land that I must take you. Some blessings are positional. Some of you are saying, God, why you haven't blessed me? Because you're in the wrong placement. So sometimes positional, God looks at the environment. If I give you this, it's going to be perverted by your environment. So you have to understand, there's some things you got to learn to separate from until you learn and God is going to build you a backbone to reach in and help and grab that. Some friends you got to get rid of. And I, when I say get rid of, I mean understand what that means. If they can be accountable spiritually, let them be associates, accountants. You go get some dinner, but we ain't going beyond dinner. Well, I remember my wedding. My friends thought I was the old Joshua. We just went to a jazz restaurant. I saw him at the end of the table like, we ain't going to the club, brother. <laughs> they all of them messed up. And man, come on, man, you know. They didn't even ask me because they respected the grace. So God is going to help you lose the compromise. Because if you compromise what you're trying to deliver, you have a problem. If you've done that, there's a way to get back the authority into their heart so they can see God. So we're going to learn how to walk by the Spirit. Can you say amen? I want you to open your Bibles this morning. To the book of Hebrews 1, and we're going to read 5 through 8. This year, God wants your undivided attention. And in having your undivided attention, what I want you to understand is, I'm going to speak on the subject, flames of fire. Because I want you to understand how he gets your undivided attention. And the benefit of having your undivided attention. Can you say amen? 
How many of you was blessed last night? How many of you can? How many of you have a little bit more capacity? You can, you can handle a little bit more. Hallelujah. Hebrews one five through eight. Hebrews one five through eight, and it reads, "For to which of the angels did he ever say, 'You are my son; today I have begotten you'?" And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. But when again brings the firstborn into the world, he said, let all the angels of God worship him. Verse 7, and the angels, he says, who makes him angels' spirits, and his ministers a flame of of fire his ministers are what he makes his ministers a flame of fire but to the son he says your throne O God is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom father we ask you to speak this message give us a word from the throne room of grace that we may know you and see you and experience your goodness. We thank you for this day that you have made. So we will rejoice and be glad in it. Speak Holy Spirit as I stand in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to understand that for God to get us to the success of his word. Yesterday we discovered that the success, success is the fulfillment of God's word. Say that with me. Success is the fulfillment of God's word. If you're going to be successful in anything, number one, how many of you know you're becoming more like his word? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God and the word was God. If we're becoming more like God, who are we becoming more like? The word, because in the beginning was the word and word was God. So if I'm becoming more like God, I'm becoming more of his word, but I'm becoming more of the word that has been finished in accordance to the success of how he spoke it. And so if I'm becoming more like the word, the only way that I'm being actually successful in life is learning to become what he said. There's a greater compromise that we continue to spend time not on eternal value, but on the temporal value that won't, burn, won't stand the test of time. How many of you know there are many things that won't stand the test of time? So you have to realize God never designed you for you to gain the world. Don't go religious on me and lose your soul. He wanted you, watch this, to return the world back to himself through you. Understand the difference. I didn't want you to gain the world and lose yourself and your soul. However, 
I told you I'm restoring how many things? All things back to myself, whether in heaven or on earth. What he was saying is, because I'm in you, everything needs to be discipled by you. That's why you call the body of, come on, saints. That's why you're called. Jesus ain't coming back for to do nothing. You are called the body of, so who will they know Christ by? The, come on, baby. How the world going to know Christ? By the body of Christ. So you can stop praying for God to come deliver the sinner. And pray what Jesus prayed, send more workers to the field. Because he sent his body so they to know that they can be saved through the body. Somebody say, we are the body. Don't ever think you are the body by yourself. That's why bedside Baptists don't work. I understand. But you can't be the body by yourself. There is no self-interpretation. There's no self-revelation. There's no self-governance, such thing in the Bible. So you have to realize we together are the body. And I'm believing God this year that you're going to come into your prophetic metron. You're going to come into your, come on, you're going to come into your ministerial element. You're going to come into the dominance of what God called you to be. I don't want to be the only preacher. I'm not here to be your celebrity. I'm here to raise you up and serve you and wash your feet so you can become the best you for what God called you. And when you become the best you, we can be the best us. And we'll win the best us. We can deliver the nations from the hell that they're in. So any man that loves you is going to build you. You don't have time for entertainment. I'm sorry, this is not a place where, that's why when I know people inside, I know you're not going to last. I'm just not, I love you too much to entertain you. I don't have time to give you the right smoke, give you the right poke. I don't have time. Souls are dying every day, and I got to make sure that I'm in a gap between hell and the grave and make sure that they can understand how to get their soul saved. So God wants you to come into the dominance of your life. Who are you called to be? How many of you know we're called to serve one to another? Who did you have a word for this morning? Now I'm not telling you to go just say something. Because here we test and make sure you know what you're saying. We don't do parking lot prophecies here. We got to test your prophecy. But if you are it, you shouldn't be afraid of the... It's healthy. Tell somebody it's good for me that you test me because you save me from myself. You're not good for me if you promote me too early without checking to make sure that I'm healthy for where I need to be. When you mature, you got to protect yourself from people try to promote you pre-arranged. Unless they have the architecture of the curriculum associated with your development. Stop staying places that don't have the curriculum for your development. You wouldn't send your children to a school that don't have a curriculum. Or some of y'all will, I don't know. 
Y'all be careful. I didn't take my drum medicine this morning. That was a joke. Will you take your children to a school and the teacher talking about we're going to just figure out what we're going to do today? I think we got to do ABCs today. You wouldn't take your children to a school that just want to do ABCs. Yet we're still stuck in places that only prepare for a good message for you on Sunday. Okay, all right. Let, let me. I, I'm not against that. I'm. I'm showing you. You. This is not about preachers. Because before people had platforms, they have to have people to follow them. So you have to realize that God is calling you to a higher level of accountability to checks and balances of where you are with him. Can you say amen? So he, he, what he does is he wants us to be successful in the confines of how he set success up, which means that we're all coming to the fulfillment of a word of what he designed us to be in. How many know God spoke a word over your life? How many know he sings words over your life? So the prophetic is the word of God over your life. I didn't say the pathetic. I said the prophetic. It's the word of God over your life. And that word, watch this, has to come in divine form to the fulfillment so that you can be blessed as so he did from the foundations to the end. So you're really not going to a future. You're going back to the beginning from where he started you to bring you to the end of fulfillment of the word. Are y'all tracking with me? Tell somebody he's fulfilling that word. So when it comes to the fulfillment of the word, God is not obligated to help you fulfill anything that you feel outside of his word. Now, this is the caveat. That doesn't mean he don't care about what you care about. I said he's not obligated to fulfill faults. It doesn't mean he don't care about what you've been through. How many know he's a loving God? He cares. How many know he cares? He said, do you know that I cast your care? For I that, to me, that's powerful. So you have to realize he's telling us, I need you to the point where you have a strong enough backbone that you burn enough. That you burn on fire enough. That you burn every perversion, every, every impurity, Everything that's not like my word, not like me, I got to make sure. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed, striving against sin. What is he saying? Don't ever, I said this yesterday, if you're struggling in a cycle, don't ever give up on repentance. Can you say amen? 
How many know that the temptation of the devil is to tell you you're never going to get rid of this? Why don't you doctrine it and follow it and just put grace on it and just live with it? I'm going to tell you something. Do not leave the conviction of that repentance. I don't care how much you've messed up. Are y'all hearing me? If God didn't give up on you, don't you give up on yourself. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? If God did not give up on you, don't you dare give him a doctrine to give up on yourself. Every time you do something you know he didn't say, say, God, I'm learning and I need you. Because what he's teaching you is to stop putting a knife on yourself. Because he's saying the reason why you keep doing that, because you keep thinking you can fix yourself. That's why the Bible says the law is good in this. The law is good in this. You know why? Because the law proved to you that wrong is wrong. And if it's proven to you that wrong is wrong, it proved to you there's another way that's called right. So it still points to Jesus. Can you say amen? So he said, my ministers, I make a flame, a fire. But you got to understand who God is. Go with me real quick to Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy 4, 23. When you get there, say amen. Least you have forgotten the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you. And make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord has God forbidden you. Watch this. For the Lord your God is a... A... And a jealous... He's a what? Jealous God and he's a consuming... Now, what is the nature of fire? What are some things fire do? Burn? What else it does? Purifies? What else it does? Come on, I'm sorry. Talk up. Consumes? Oh, come on, Nazanin. What else it does? Destroys? What else does it do? Create, ignites, forms. So you have to realize God is saying, I am a consuming, my, the nature of fire is what I'm saying I am. So for you to be like me, See, because I want you to realize, me, we keep taking what we call fire personal. How many ever take what you go through personal? How many of you say, I feel like God is after me with the neck and everything else? What you have to be careful of is what are you calling you? 
Because if you're calling you the old man nature, it's good for you to be afflicted. So the problem is not the fire. The problem is what you are calling you. Now y'all got to stay with me. The reason why you call it you is because the devil lied to you about who you are. Religion lied to you about how you, how you need to work with God. Because they tell you to bring God with you, with your life. They don't tell you you're substituting lives. They tell you as if you, you, and God is him. When God has said, I'm in you, and you and me, and we are one. So you have to realize when you feel fire, stop making it because God is after something. It might not be the you that you're supposed to. When I'm burning, I say, God, this, got to, this is not personal for what I keep thinking is about me. If it is about me, that's the me that needs to die. He's the consuming what? Fire. So fire come to purify. Fire come to cleanse. Fire come to perfect. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Tell somebody I'm going to stop making it personal. <laughs> See, when, and, and I said this yesterday, you know, generationally we haven't had a model for shepherding children's hearts generationally. That's the biggest problem of the church age today. Because you, you were a child before. And most of the problems you go through is because you wasn't shepherded as a child in the things of the Lord. I told you, we're going to do a couch session together. That's why most of us can't take God serious. And the reason why I'm sharing that with you is you have to realize when you train in the way that God tells you to train, usually a child's supposed to like, watch this, discipline. It's interesting that the Bible says those who are wise love correction, love discipline, love. Why do they love it? Because they realize something about correction. They knew, watch this, they understand that the correction was not in the dissertation of who they are that's, watch this, of, of, of personal uh, pursuit of how bad they are. It was actually in the direction of how good they were and the expectation of what they called to be. If you know I told you this because I love you, your response will be different. In fact, it's in the Bible, although churches don't teach it. You're not even qualified to minister to people until, you have, or you, until you're skilled in the word of righteousness. I wish we had those checks and balances in church. We can stop some of this church hurt. Because we got people ministering to people who still hurt themselves. I'm not undermining your hurt, but you can't just try to run over everything and everybody. You got to be skilled in the word of righteousness. He said, for you are a babe if you don't know how to do that, which means your tolerance, watch this, your tolerance was supposed to build. And if you can't tolerate 
certain personalities, certain lies that mean the fire didn't burn you before you're trying to burn them. Tell somebody I got to get burned before I burn you. Oh, I'm coming with a word. I'm coming with some fire, but I better get burned by it first before I deal with your burning. So my ministers, I make a flame of fire. Now, this is the interesting part. I didn't say I was going to burn you like a fire. I said, I'm going to make you it. So the first process of making you it is getting you to burn through it. Burning you through it is testing you for authenticity. Are y'all all right with this? I'm helping you understand the workings of God. Now, I'm going to tell you the test that comes with that burning. Now, go to 1 Peter really quickly. 1 Peter 7 through 9. We're going to get out of here on a good time today. I hear you, Pastor. You say that all the time. Don't judge me. Y'all do it. Hallelujah. Watch this. <laughs> First Peter, watch this. That the genuineness of your faith being more precious, much more precious than what? Gold that perishes, though it is tested by, somebody say my faith, have to be tested by fire. Say it again, my faith is going to be tested by fire so you can throw away all of that stuff that you learned that faith is going to be exciting without trial you learn the success of faith you haven't learned the discipline of faith you excited when it's on your side you excited when you can see the car you excited when the number is on the yeah when you can see the house you're not excited when the enemy is on the other line. When they're waiting at your call. Uh-oh, I better stand back a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they come and watch this. You thought that they were coming to mess with you. God thought they had to come mess with you because I had to test the word in you. <laughs> you know why you're not excited about that? Because you didn't know that was leading you to the salvation of your soul so you can promote yourself in power. God is saying, can you handle how this is going to feel? You see how you feel right now? Why don't you just grieve? Why don't you just be wrong and go cry in the bathroom? But don't you violate the moment. Don't miss the moment. Tell somebody, I can't miss a moment this year. Tell somebody, I can't miss a moment this year. No, baby. If you offended, I can't be offended. If you mad, I can't be mad. If you don't like me, I got to like you. If you if, Whatever you want to do, I can't be you. And if I feel like I'm about to get like you, hold on, let me go pray. And I'm going to come back and smile to you. Let your enemies go buy flowers for them. Many of us are stuck 
in a cycle because you're still trying to get inner revenge and you don't even know you're doing it. Oh, Jesus. We're going to get back to this. Picture. Let me go down this road for a little bit. Many of us have inner hurts and pains. The reason why we don't know them, because you don't know certain pains until you interface the holies of holies in the realm of the spirit. The more that you, that's why prayer should be long. I know you heard all of this quickie stuff on YouTube. Because we taught you that prayer is reading the Bible. That is not prayer. I pray even before I read the Bible. Because if I pray, watch this, I can better understand the Bible. Yet, watch this, I have to know the word that I heard to even get started. Y'all okay? All right, we'll get that along there. So what I want you to realize, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Many of you, you need to deliver your enemies out of you. Because how many of you know God is the best justice taker? If I wanted to play devil's advocate, watch this, and I can't because I'm on the right side of this. If I wanted to play devil's advocate, I can show you how I really, watch this, put people, watch this, put people in the right justice system. And actually, God is getting more justice his way. How many of you know God getting justice his way is the best way? Why would I say that? Watch this. Because people can't really repent until they see the truth. Jesus. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You're trying to fight them in untruth. So they can't even repent until they know the truth. They don't feel the conviction of what they did if they don't see him. So you're trying to get back with flesh that don't even show them what they did. Is that really justice? If you don't, if I beat you up for beating me up whether it's mentally physically emotionally whatever and you get up and curse me back did i get justice so you're going to feel good because you got him back physically but guess what you'll never get over what happened to you emotionally physically this is why you fight you're fighting flesh with the best way, watch this, is stand in the way God told you to stand. Love those who hurt you. Help those who despise you. Watch this, watch this. When they curse you, keep loving them. Watch this. That's why some of you, you need to go to work and buy your enemy flowers. Tell them lunch on me today. Some of y'all don't do it because get your heart right first. Because see, you trying to set it up to get them back. Don't do it like that. Because you're still in you trying to buy them lunch. So they ain't going to eat the lunch because they ain't see the love in it. Like. Them fries look a little too salty. Huh? I don't know what you done did with that. You don't waste your money. Watch what Jesus said. Watch what Jesus said. Watch what Jesus said. Watch what Jesus said. He said, if you do what I say do, watch this. If they hurt you, they despise you, and you love them back the way I told you, watch this, and they don't respond back in what I told them, 
I'm going to burn hot coals. Uh oh. Oh, see, y'all didn't know. I'm going to burn hot coals on their heads. You know what that means? I brought judgment ahead of time on them. Maybe this is not the message today. Which means speed on judgment can come to the person who's not submitted to God. If y'all really understood the spirit life, I, I've been doing this a while. There are things that have happened to people's life, how they handle a man of God. And I will have to pray for them for that to be removed. Okay, we're going to have to get some scriptures on these. See, God cares so much for you that if somebody treats you bad, he's already in your corner. He said, I need you to stay with doing what I told you to do. Every time you get in your own corner, you by yourself. When you do it like I said do, I'm actually accelerating judgment. Watch this. The accelerated judgment, this is what it do to people. It actually makes them have to bow quicker or be judged quicker. And that's why you have to pray for them. When people do wrong, I have to pray for you. I have to pray for you because you don't know what you're doing. That's why I let, listen, you know, people have cursed me out, almost want to hit me. And you'll never know, because we sit together next, next, next week. You say, you better than me, Pastor, that's why I'm up here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I can be here all day with stories. What I'm showing you is get out of your own defense and follow the way of the spirit. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand. He's saying, I'm going to test you by fire. But if you're going to be tested by fire, you got to become the fire. If I test you by fire and anything burns, I need you to check that area for authenticity of my word. What's not working in your life? What's not working? What's not working? God, you know these crazy children. Number one, stop calling them crazy. I understand. Y'all know I always blame my poor. God said, I'm going to give you a principal regimen associated with their development. Watch this. If you don't let me give it to you, every time it comes, watch this. You're going to cast the restraint off the fire to stay lukewarm. And if you're lukey, snakes stay in lukewarm areas. So when devils come through the door to take your family, no, the reason why is because it was, okay, maybe this is too much. The fire wasn't strong enough to get them out. But when you hold fire, nothing in your house can stand the test of time. You walk in fire, you say every devil in this place, I command you to go. Go. 
God said, don't be lukewarm. I want you on fire all the time. Snakes don't mind standing in cold and hot areas. As long as it ain't too hot, they'll, they'll stay with you. They, they'll rub up to you. Be not lukewarm. But I'm calling ministers to be a flame of fire. And when you're a flame of fire, no matter where you go, you don't have to say a lot of words. You don't have to use, hey, hey. you don't have to use inflections to move people. You just speak the word and the thing pushes through. You don't need inflections. You speak the word. And the devil looks at the fire and say, I don't want to mess with you. I ain't going to mess with you and nothing about you. Job, have you considered? Hold on, hold on. You see that other man, Job? You got fire around him. I can't touch him. I can't even touch his children. <laughs> you see what you build around him? But if you move the fire, y'all got to hear me. If you move the fire, it allows my snake. It allows my deception. It allows what I need to kill to come through. What God is trying to tell you is I need you to burn again. This year you got to burn. I say this year you got to burn. I say this year you got to burn. It's your burning that's going to keep every defilement out of your way. Can you say amen? So what I want you to realize, I have to test you by the same fire you got to become. I have to test you by the what? That I'm calling you to become. Write this down. The crucible test. How many know what a crucible is? What is a crucible? Yeah, it purifies. It uses what? Fire. It molds. It shapes. How many of you know we're all on the potter's wheel? Write this down. The crucible test deals with spiritual tests. It deals with mental tests. It deals with emotional tests. It deals with physical tests. It deals with what? Spiritual tests. It deals with mental tests. It deals with emotional tests. It deals with physical tests. Somebody say spiritual tests. So the spiritual test is when the word comes, do you cast it off or do you submit? How many know the Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than a double two edged sword, piercing between soul and, and spirit, and the discerner of the heart and intentions. So God checks your intentions of your spiritual life. Are you here just to be promoted for a title? Or are you here to walk like a spirit to save, to deliver? 
coming to the burden of God. Somebody say mental test. God has to test your mental stability. Where's your mind? How many know we get many thoughts a day? How many of you know the enemy plants seeds for your thoughts? I told you, as much as God has a plan, the enemy has a plan too. Watch this. So as much as the seeds of the word of God wants to build you, is as much as the seeds of, okay, I get it. The seeds are building compromising capacity. It builds compromising capacity. When you have compromising capacity, that's why some of us are tired of fighting for good. When you're tired of fighting for good, it means there are bypasses of compromising seed form demonic influences. So what does that mean? God spoke to you about praying at this time because you're getting weaker in the spirit. But the seed of what you watch, what you heard, what you're doing was more important than the God at the moment. So what you just did was compromise in that form. Now you run to a place where you don't even have time to do the next level of, okay. After you keep doing that, it's going to keep compounding. After way of compounding, you're going to get tired of not doing, watch this, what you feel you're supposed to do. So the enemy helps you to justify that just put grace on it, baby, and walk into your life. You still gifted, you still called, you still, I know how it goes. He's going to help you and coach you to, watch this, he's going to coach you into confession without the conviction of the call of the grace of God. I am not saying that you're not called. I am not saying that you are not worthy. I am saying you got to understand the consecration curriculum to your dominance in the spirit. Everything is not a principal word issue. Sometimes your issue is a dominance issue. You don't have the grace to, of the power to push through. Is it a power issue or is it a head issue? Which one? Because you can have a power, but you don't have the word. That's zeal without knowledge. Which one do you have? Tell somebody got to be commensurate. Tell somebody got to be commensurate. So when I pray, I feel empowered. Now I let that power bring me into principle. So watch this. So I can sustain the fire. So I can what? Because see, we got movements today that get high on power, but they don't have principle. So they get high on power, but they're at the club next day. Oh, you, you'll be surprised. Oh, I, I, sometimes I wish y'all can just come into my world. They get high on, it's movements, high on power, but they smoke weed at night. Because they need the fix back when they wake up in the morning to, to feel like they're doing the work of God. Because they never learn how to stick to a principle. So you need principle entwined with power commensurate in the format of what God called you to do. Are y'all tracking with me? So you got to realize 
Am, am I dealing with a dominance issue? Many of you are learning principle, but you got to learn to push that power up. Because the power of God becomes the flame and fire of God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Let me give you one more and we're out of time. Tell somebody I'm blessed. So we got the spiritual test, the mental test. Tell somebody I'm not going to let my, my emotions dictate my life. Yeah, God got to check your emotions. Where are your emotions? How many know emotions? We get all emotional, up, upset and emotional sideways. And how many of y'all know? Men too. I don't get emotional. Yeah, you do. I, I feel like I do sometimes. Why she keep talking to me like that? Why do you I get emotional? Tell somebody, everybody get emotional. You got to, watch this. You got to uh, guard your emotions by the spirit. So God does an emotional test. Son and daughter, where are you right now? Why are you, why are you acting out? Tell somebody acting out. You know what happens when people act out? How many ever played charades? How you win charades? What you got to do? You got to act out, and how you win? Somebody got to figure out what you. Okay, now we're going somewhere. So many of us playing charades emotionally, and God is saying, I need somebody mature to figure out why they're doing that. And many of y'all keep losing charades because the person in front of your face is acting out and you calling the wrong moves. Tell somebody, I got to study this game. I got to study this game. I got to study this game. Because I can't see beyond face value. I'm letting you lie to me about what you're saying to me. Tell somebody, I got to learn this thing. Yeah, we play spiritual charades. And you got to learn to stop addressing people. And when I say religion, I'm talking about the practice of without the inspiration of the spirit. Religion in practice, outside of inspiration, can be detrimental. That's why the Bible says they use their tradition and they nullify the word of God because they deny the power. So there's a nullification of the word of God when we deny the lifehood of the inspiration of the spirit. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So you have to understand God is trying to get us to be on fire enough to discern when something needs burning and be equipped with fire. Tell somebody, stop making everything personal. Come on, say it again. Stop making everything personal. You know why you make everything personal? Because it's still about you. And if it's still about you, it's still okay. You need to make sure that you get that dealt with, with God. Y'all all right? Don't be angry with me. Tell somebody, stop making it personal. You need to learn to make it principle. 
You know I don't get mad with people? Because if I know you're not committed to God in the way you ought to be, why would I trust what you say to me? Watch this. I don't even trust what I say to myself. Oh, y'all got to hear me. If I don't even, I don't even trust what I say to myself outside of the ramifications of the awakening of God, why would I trust you not being aware of God? Tell somebody, I'm going to get through this test. Second Corinthians, I'm going to just say this for the sake of time. Second Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. And at least you exalted above measure the abundance of revelation. The thorn in the flesh was given to the, me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, least I be exalted above measure. Somebody say exalted above measure. Concerning these things, I pleaded with the Lord three times. Tell somebody I'm pleading with the Lord to stop the fire. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient. Y'all ain't got to keep repeating. I'm sorry. My grace is sufficient. You can if you want. For you. For my, my is made only perfect. When you identify that you have a weakness. It is so interesting that the most believers are so prideful that you can't even admit to your weakness. The greatest deficit as believers today is pride. It's pride. We believe we are what we're not. We're not able to confess where we're not. And what happens is you train a generation to lie. You know your, you know, you know your child just heard you arguing with your husband. Uh-oh, let me get off of that one. Let me choose another one. My, my wife, I start rolling mine. I'm joking. I'm trying to help the man folk in here. You know. Uh oh, for some of y'all, we get on the altar. You know your child just heard you curse. You say something that you shouldn't say. Okay, let me help you out. You know your parents, you heard your parents say something. And what they did is slap a scripture on top of an injustice of the word. When you slap an injustice on, watch this, the word on top of an injustice, what you just did was compromise a child's understanding of salvation, of sanctification, of glorification. And the reason why most of us are like that in religious form, because your testimony is only as good as what you saw. God is trying to get you on a higher playing field of understanding these principles by living by the word of God. Can you say amen? What that means is you don't only live it on Sunday and Wednesday. If I walk with you on Monday and Tuesday, how many are willing for that test? 
Amen. Hallelujah. I heard more amens than I thought. I did see a couple of eyebrows like, I don't think I'm ready for that, Pastor. Will I see the same personality that I've seen Sunday? Can I sit with you at your dinner table? Can I sit with you on your couch? Can I walk with you how you talk to your husband and wife? Can I see how you talk to your friend on the phone? See, God is trying to say, if I'm going to make you a flame of fire, I need consistency of character. I need consistency of what? Character. What character does, it's a building formation to the fulfillment of that word or that person. How many of you know people follow character? You know why people buy Michael Jordan shoes? Why you spend $100 on Michael Jordans and you ain't go to pay less than spend 20? Uh-oh, let me come off of that. You did see and character. Y'all tracking with me? Character will all and when you're unstable in your you're not trusted. So make flame of fire. He's saying, I need you to have a burning, but a consistent burning, not to be lukewarm. And this year, I want everybody to hear me. This year, you got to learn to burn on fire for God. Are you hear what I'm saying? You're going to learn to burn on fire for God so you can do what he calls you to do. When you're burning, how many of you know devils can't deal with you? When you're burning, how many of you know your environment is conducive to the presence of God? It's time for you to set the temperature. I say it's time for you to set the temperature and stop being controlled by temperatures. So what is God coming to burn this year? What is God coming to burn this year? Number one, I share with you. We're going to get a little personal, but then we're going to pray. I share with you, God is coming after every weakness that we have bypassed because we felt like we couldn't get out. But today I declare that you will not justify unrighteousness. There's a difference between the righteousness of God and the fruit of righteousness. The Bible says those who have the fruit of righteousness will remain. What does that mean? Many of us are stuck in the shame of our childhood, our past, and where we come from. How many of you know that life is going so fast? How many of you feel like life is going so fast? And it's like you can't even catch up with your own self. How many of you feel that? 
He's like, as soon as I'm trying to get myself together, I got five of six, one, I got people to keep up with. The only way you're going to catch up to yourself is by being in him. Is by what? I don't care how much you struggle. Do not stay in your. Watch this. Don't stay in your struggle. Repent. Watch this. It doesn't matter if you keep believing you're going to do it again. If you repent right, you're going to stop believing you're going to do it again. Repentance is not focused on what you keep doing. Repentance is focused on the way God sees you. What is repentance? Okay, I forgot. I got to teach this because some people come from different places. Okay, some of you have been taught wrong. Because people keep correcting you about your sin and knowing you can't even get out. So I'm going to help you out to help you know you don't know how to get out. Can I help you tonight, this morning? I'm going to help you and I apologize for people who misrepresented God to make you believe that you can get out by yourself. There is no such thing as you helping yourself get out of yourself. So when you mess up, what God looks at is, will you put your face on me? Every time. Every time. If legalistic people are still talking to you like that, watch this. You need to go quickly and say, God, was that from you or was that? And check the word. But I declare, because you heard me say it today, you're not going to take that in anymore. Can you say amen? Legalistic people try to make you fix your problems. That's why they're always mad at people. They don't have the temperament. Why they don't have the temperament? Because they don't know that the devil has blinded the minds of men. You don't blind yourself. How many know everybody's been through something different? How many know we all been through different things? You, don't, you would not know what's in this place. That Pharisee has to be killed in people. You don't know the types of abuses, the types of, 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 of molestations. You don't understand what has happened to people. You be careful how you handle God's people. Be careful. Just because you accept it like that doesn't mean everybody accepts like that. You'll be surprised. You know, one day I want to do a testimony service. You know, I feel like we got to get back to the compassion of understanding. God, you know what? I'm not as... You, you, listen, if people can go through and you can save them from that, my God. You got to be careful in how you handle people. Stop making people think that they can get over their own hump. So what does that mean? The first level of your maturity is stop killing yourself every time you mess up. What does that mean? When you mess up, watch this. This is how you repent. God, I know I might have been in church. Call out your years. Ready? Go. How many years have you been in church? Six? Four? Oh, 40, Lord. Hallelujah. How many? Y'all know how we do it. I know I've been in church too long to keep doing this. How many of y'all ever said that to you? Come on, my hand is up. I've been doing this 
Too low. And you're in the room, man. I mean, doing this too long. You're fighting there. You're ready to run your car into the wall. How many of you just got angry with yourself like that? You just don't know what to do. Like, I see it wrong. I see it wrong. Yet, I put it to the side, and I don't know how to stop it. Watch this. This is what Paul said. I do what I don't want to do. And if I do what I want, Watch this. It's no longer I who do it. Watch this. But I find a law. Y'all got to listen to that. What did he find? A law. Watch this. In my members, warring against the law of life. What does that mean? I'm going to make it quick. It means... That when you find a law outside of the inspiration of Christ, the justification of that law is what allows you to go back. So who told you, okay, let's go back to the wilderness with Jesus. Y'all ready? Turn these stones into bread. Didn't the Bible say that your angels will give charge over you if you fall. What did he use? The. But Jesus came with a different sword stroke. He said, man shall not live by. Watch this. The continuation of cycles is laws that's justifying the mess up so it can perfect you outside of the inspiration. That's the danger of systematic, organizational, religious ideals without power. Everybody got to fake it till they make it. You got to fake it till you make it. Because nobody's understanding the life of that spirit that brings change. But I declare today, you're going to understand how to allow God to bring that change in your life. Can you say amen? God is after perfecting you so he can bless you. And then if he bless you, you can be a blessing to others. How I many of you know God don't want you to be busted and disgusted and you're trying to bless others? Stand to your feet if you can. God is looking for the fire to burn in your life. When that fire burns in your life, it's going to deal with every insecurity, impurity, inconsistency. How many of you, when you pray, you feel a little different in your life? How many feel different when you pray? 
Okay, so by that confession, that tells me you're different in the spirit versus. So God is saying, can you stay consistent with me? It's like a marriage. Don't cheat on me when, I, when you sense I'm not around. You told me you married to me. Somebody say, I'm married. Come on, somebody say, I'm married. Wiggle your finger, say, I'm married. I know you ain't got a ring. You got, you got a spiritual ring. I know sometimes you feel like you want to take it off, put it on the counter, and go out and do your thing. But you're married. And sometimes when you're married, you can sense your spouse because you become one. Oh. So when what you are and what you're becoming and what you're doing starts to break your heart because of how it breaks his heart, you know you're merging in your marriage. I'm coming today, and there's a twofold of people in here. Some of you, you're on the edge of coming out of your will. It's a twofold. Some of you, you, you walked out, you stepped out, you just got to learn to be consistent in promise. And you need to find the regimen of consistency. You hear me? You got to learn to stay high. And some of us are trying to get out of wilderness. Wilderness is the crucible test so things can burn, so you can be the perfect picture of who Christ is. He said, I am the flame of fire. God is after something. I told you this is the year of your trouble to push you into travail. And when you come out of travail, you have the strength for triumph. What is it? Trouble to travail to. So this year, don't run from your trouble. Because trouble don't last always. It's only there for a temporal moment to train you. Some of you, you're unknowingly angry with life. You're angry with people. You're angry with parents. You're angry with someone because of how your life turned out. You've got to forgive. And how you're going to forgive is learning the mercy of God for you. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. You can't go another year with bitterness. And you're making incremental steps. Watch this. Many of us are making incremental steps. Watch this. But the question is, are you taking the steps eternally?
I'm glad you got the promotion. I'm glad you got the thing that you wanted. And most of us don't even realize you got it because you're connected to something. No pressure. But now, because now, watch this, that you have it, you're making up your own doctrinal lifeline story to perfect yourself. So your commitment is not there anymore. Your drive is not there anymore. Because you got what you really was looking for. But I declare you're going to look for him. I said you're going to learn to look for him. How many know God just wants you? He wants you. He wants 